Hey yoga teacher, now is the time to make a much bigger impact in the world. You're listening to The Yogipreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurial yoga teachers who want to stop the hustle and overwhelm and instead create more income, freedom and success. I'm your host, Kelly McHugh, founder of Digital Yoga Academy, and I'm sharing business and marketing strategies to grow your community in a way that makes it easy to take action today. I believe that you have a unique message to share that your people need to hear. So let's get to it. Today's training, I'm going to be sharing with you what a sales funnel is, why, why you need one. So the sales funnel is essentially, it's a journey that somebody's going to take to become your customer, essentially. And this is how I want you to kind of um, visualize it. It's basically the journey that happens inside your community. Okay, so the community is your container. Visualize it as this, your community, people coming in, the community is your container and the funnel, the sales funnel, is the journey that somebody takes when they first join your community. So they're a lead, okay? Jackie mentioned leads. So they're a lead, what's called a cold lead. The sales funnel is that journey from when they first become a lead in your, in your community, a non-paying student, essentially, to becoming a paying student. So it's that journey. And this funnel, okay, so you can visualize it as a funnel, has a number of stages, um, which are essentially activities in each of those stages that you can do to influence and to move people along the journey, okay? Does that make sense? And as a business owner, you can influence how people move along that journey with the content that you create, yeah, with the content. And you'll hear me hear me talk about content. I'm always talking about content. And the reason that I'm talking about content all the time, the reason I go on about it all the time is because it's so crucial for your business to survive. Yeah, you need to have content. It's, it's crucial to move your ideal students along this journey so that they can become paying students. But most of you are online. Yeah, most of you. You know, if you weren't online at the beginning of the year, you're certainly online now. And everyone who has an online business, okay, any online business owner needs to create a sales funnel in order to be able to convert people that land on your website into paying paying customers, into paying students. And think about it, you know, for those of you who have got websites, most of you have got a website. Most of you have got yoga websites. And what is the goal of your website? Like, what do you want people to do when they land on your website? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever actually thought about that? What do you actually want people to do when they land on your website? Because most people, or most yoga teachers, they've got a website, they've got their website, and it, you know, it sits there in the internet and hardly anyone visits it, but they think, okay, I've created my website now, job done, tick. Now everybody's gonna find me and I've got this website and I'm online and that's it, I don't need to do anything else. And actually it's just the beginning because you need to create content. You need to have content that's gonna actually 
send people to your website and drive people to your website. And, you know, the content that we share on social media, for instance, or the content that we create on our um, on our website itself that can help to boost the SEO. So I did a training on that a few weeks ago about how, about how you can boost your SEO, which is search engine optimization. It's essentially how people find you online when they when they're googling. And you know, if you don't do this, if you don't have this content, you've got no way of there's no way for people to actually find you. And if you don't, if you can't do that, if you don't have that content and people don't find you, then you've got no way of converting people that land on your website into paying customers. Okay, so essentially, you'll hardly make any money. Yeah, you'll hardly make any money if you're not able to actually do this, if you're not thinking about this. So this is where your sales funnel comes in. Okay, this is where it comes in. And the primary goal of your of your funnel is to move people, as I said at the start, is to move people from one stage to the other until they're ready to purchase with you. Because think about it, you know, people don't just find you, see you, see you on, you know, the first day they discover you and suddenly they're going to come into your online course. It doesn't work like that. You have to build a relationship with people. You have to nurture those relationships. And that's essentially what your funnel is about. You know, you should see it as a relationship. And we'll talk about that a bit more in the in a short while. But I want you to really visualize the shape of a funnel. Okay. And we use a funnel as um, as an analogy because you're going to have a large number of potential paying students, okay, at the top of your funnel, okay, which is the start of your sales process. But only a fraction of those people will actually end up making a purchase, at the, and that's the bottom of the funnel, okay? So our job is to move people along with the content that we create and the messaging that we're sharing. And as your ideal student moves through that process, what it signifies to you is a deeper commitment for spending money with you, okay? So as they stay in, in your community and you continue to nurture those relationships and they continue to engage with you, it's, it's telling you that there's, there's more of a commitment there that they're going to spend money with you, okay? You might have a few questions, okay? So maybe you're thinking, how do I get people at the top of the funnel? How do I actually get people into the funnel, yeah? And, you know, what are the stages in the funnel and how do I move people through those stages? Okay, so I'm going to cover all of these things. Um, plus, I'm going to share with you a vital ingredient, okay, to make all of this run smoothly, okay? There's a vital ingredient that's going to, going to ensure that you can move your people through this funnel. And what you must realize is that successful businesses, they don't just make sales here and there. Okay, they make sales consistently. And the key to making consistent sales is a sales funnel. Okay, so this is your step-by-step -step process that really allows you to um, you know, bring your potential students one step closer to your offerings and one step closer to that buying decision. Okay, and you do that through a series of marketing actions, things like automated emails, 
showing up on video, articles, landing pages, all of these things that can actually do the selling for you, okay? So in your business, you have two options, okay? You've got two options. Option A is that, option A is that you, how can I say this? That you hope, that you hope that somebody is going to book your online class, okay? You hope that somebody's gonna book your online class or you hope that someone's going to enroll in your course and you're relying on people just discovering you and word of mouth and you're relying on referrals, okay? So that's option A. Option B is that you actually spend the time to work on your business, okay? And that time that you spend, you're, you're working on building out a system that's going to attract people in to the top of the funnel, yeah, and turn them into paying customers at the bottom of the funnel. And when you take option two, when you take option two, because I'm sure that's, or B, I'm sure that's the option that we all prefer, right? <laughs> what do we prefer? Do we prefer A or B? Relying on hope or relying on a system? I'm guessing you're going to go with B. And when you take that option, you first need to identify your ideal student, okay? You need to know who you're marketing to, and then from there, you can figure out, you know, how to reach them, okay? You might also have a plan for nurturing those people, for when they come into your community and you're moving them through the funnel, turning them into paying, paying customers. You know, this is B, option B, means you have to learn about marketing, okay? This is you, this is you putting on your marketing hat, okay, which of course as a business owner, you know, it's a hat that we have to wear, we have to put that hat on and we have to, you know, get serious about this. If we're actually properly doing this, we need to get serious about building our business in a sustainable way so that we can come off the rabbit wheel, rabbit wheel, yeah, hamster wheel, <laughs> It's late. I've had a lot of calls today. Um, so we can come off the hamster wheel. We need, to, we need to focus on building out these systems so we can automate parts of our business. And this requires learning, doesn't it? Requires, you know, it means setting time aside every week to join these sessions, yeah? Taking the time out to join these sessions with me or listening to the Yogipreneur podcast. You can listen to that on the go or to join masterclasses and trainings. But really, this is about, you know, you making the decision to invest in your learning so that you can understand all of this stuff, okay? Because once you do that, it starts to click. And I know, like, I totally get it. You know, when I'm talking about things like sales funnels, it's completely over the head. And that's okay, that's okay. Um, of course it is, of course it is, you know, but as we start to learn more, we start to understand how we can implement this system, how we can put this system into our business. And really guys, it relies on content. You know, it relies on content, it relies on you understanding how you can develop your relationships with your, with your students, which is what you want to do. You know, you want to be able to support your students, you want to be able to serve them in the very best way possible.
okay? And I've talked about this before. You know, if you come from a place of, of serving, if you come from that place, this isn't about selling. This is about you supporting your people with the solutions that they need right now in their, in their lives. There's nothing, there's nothing icky about it. So, you know, I think learning is something we can all do, yeah? It might not be the easiest thing as adults, you know, it's hard to learn, it's hard. But, you know, if there's anything that we are learning in 2020, is that we need to get on top of these things. You know, there's lots of things that we can't control. I think we're seeing that, aren't we? Like, we know this year is showing us, definitely showing us, that there's a lot of stuff out of our control, yeah? However, you know, there are some things that are in our control and your business and the direction that you're taking your business and the success of your business is in your hands, it's in your hands, but it requires you to invest your time into learning, okay? So let's talk a little bit more about this sales funnel and the stages that I've mentioned a few times. And if you search online, if you look online, if you Google sales funnels, it's going to come up with lots of different kind of models, you know, and, you know, if you read marketing blogs and so on, one of the most um, popular or I'd say old school kind of classic model is, and it's classic because it's still true today, like it still works today, but it's called the ADA model. A-I-D-A. -A. Has anyone heard of that? ADA model. So I actually learned this 20 years ago when I was doing my, yeah, 20 years ago, when I was doing my marketing degree. Yeah, the ADA model. And basically, it's awareness, interest, desire, action. Okay? So that, if you think about the funnel, they're the kind of phases that you are moving people through in terms of their buying behavior. Okay? So it's really about how you use your content and the marketing activities to, A, build awareness of your brand. Yeah, that's the first one at the top when people discover you, and also how you can create that interest in your offerings and the things that you can provide to people by really helping, you know, your ideal students to kind of understand their challenges. Then you've got desire or decision, and that's really encouraging your community to consider their options, you know, and to make a decision. So you might use things like testimonials or case studies so people can see how your solutions can impact them positively, yeah? And then there's action. So this is how do you, how do you drive that action through sales techniques, you know, such as adding urgency and bonuses and things like that to your offerings, Okay, so it's a really nice way to think about it. But actually today, I just want to simplify it even more for you. Okay, I want to simplify it even more into three stages. Okay, those three stages are attract, nurture, convert. Make it easy. Yeah, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Attract, nurture, convert. So in the attract stage, which is essentially that awareness stage, your goal is to let people know that you exist, okay? So ask yourself right now, what can I do to make people aware of my yoga business and, and build brand awareness, build the awareness of my brand? What can I do? 
and some of you might be doing these things already. And it's nice to think, you know, as I go through this, you're going to think, oh, I'm already doing that. But actually now it's nice to see how these things can all kind of integrate together and how you can start thinking a bit more strategically about what you're actually doing in your business right now. Yeah. Content, content, content marketing. Like that is what you need to build an audience. I talk about content all the time, don't I? I'm always piping on about it. But it's so important that like you need your content to, to put out content in different platforms so that you can build awareness. And so writing articles for your website is one way to drive traffic to your website so people can become aware of you and now they have an opportunity to come into your community. Um, also, if you're writing blogs, it's going to boost your SEO. I mentioned that before. But also social media, sharing social media content. You've got opportunities to be discovered in these amazing platforms that we have at our fingertips. Video, showing up on video is another really great way to, um, you know, get allow people to become aware of you. Like the social platforms love video, so they're going to push it out even more. But it's a really great tool to build your awareness. You know, it really is. It allows people to um, discover you, but also to trust you as well. So it's a good nurture tool as well. And you know, videos just allow people to have that deeper connection with you. Okay, so really great way to drive awareness as well. And then there's paid ads, yeah? So this might be something that you do further down the line in your business, but paid ads are a really great way to, you know, target your audience, your target audience, but do it really quickly, you know? And so there's lots of things that you can do in order to grow, in order to build awareness and bring people into your business, into your community in that attract phase. Another great thing to do is, is partnerships. You know, if you can collaborate with like-minded partners, you have an opportunity to get yourself in front of new audiences. So that's another really great kind of attract strategy as well. So once people become aware of you, you know, then what? Then what? Like now... Now's your job to create that relationship, yeah? So this is our nurture stage. This is our nurture stage. And you really want to continue to build a relationship with your ideal students. So just ask yourself, like, what are you doing right now to build the trust and to build um, authority, you know, in your space so that people will feel comfortable to buy from you further down, further down the funnel, and in this nurture stage, you know, there's some kind of activities that are most suited. And one of these activities is email, email marketing. So if you think you just, maybe you've shared something on Instagram and somebody's let, someone's found you for the first time, they've discovered you in Instagram, they've gone onto your page, They've seen that you're, um, I don't know, they've seen that you've got something interesting on your website. Let's say they, they've seen that you've written about something and they want to go and check that out. So they click on the link in the bio. They now land on your website. So they've gone through that attract awareness stage. They land on your website. They're going to find out about you. And because you know your ideal student, you've created a freebie for them that they can now sign up for. 
Now you've converted that website visitor onto your email list and you've moved them down the funnel. Yeah, you've moved them down the funnel. So you have an opportunity now to create that relationship. Yeah. So what are you doing in this stage right now? What are you doing? Have you got your email marketing set up? Have you got your freebie? You know, when someone joins your email list, what happens? Do you nurture them? You know, they've come onto your email list. What happens now? Are you doing anything to move them along? Okay, this is why I'm talking about this today, guys, because I want you to start thinking more strategically about what you're doing in your business, because you might be doing some of these things, but you're not integrating them into this system. Okay, so we want to move people along. And the way you can do that is, you know, you continue to email them. When someone's giving you their email address, they want to hear from you. Like, they want to hear from you. So you want to have that amazing freebie. You know, you can have a welcome email sequence, which you can set up prior to setting all this up, prior to going live, so that it's automated, so that people automatically receive emails from you. And that nurturing is going on in the background. You know, you're not having to individually go and send a load of emails um, in, your, in your sequence. It's automated, okay? Another great place, another great kind of activity or channel or space to nurture your community is a Facebook group. So exactly, you know, I'm in my Facebook group with you guys now, you know, I'm here now. I'm obviously on Instagram as well, but I'm in the Facebook group. And so this is, the Facebook group is a safe container. You know, you guys can really share what you're, what you're struggling with, share your challenges, get support, get guidance, get help inside the Facebook group in a way that's different to what happens on my Instagram feed. You know, so a Facebook group is a really great place to nurture these relationships because it's a safe container where your people can really feel heard and seen in, in a way that's not possible on a kind of public feed, okay? And in the nurture phase, in this nurture stage, you really have an opportunity, especially in a Facebook group, to really address your your ideal students' pain points, you know, and to kind of amplify them and make people, make your people realize what happens if they're left without a solution. And then to position your offering as the solution, yeah? And if you do this well, if you do this well in the nurture stage, what happens? Some people will move through to the convert stage. Yeah, not everybody. That's why it's the shape of a funnel. There's always going to be drop off. Yeah, it's like a leaky bucket. <laughs> but the more we optimize this, the more we can fill those leaks, you know, the more we can stop those leaks, the more people we can move through, the more we kind of, um, well, optimizing is the right word, although you don't need to worry too much about that just now. I just want you to set the funnel up first of all. <laughs> then you can worry about making it better in the future. But as you get this going, you'll start to see how you can make improvements, yeah, how you can improve. And as I say, if you do this nurture stage well, you know, then the final stage, the convert stage, should be easy. You know, your students will be ready to buy from you. And the final stage is where the sales come in. So, you know, that's that's where you need to be getting down with sales and having some sales techniques in your toolbox as well. Okay. 
So these stages, what do they allow you to do? What are we doing throughout these stages? What are we doing? We're marketing. Yeah, we're marketing. We've got our marketing hat on, haven't we? And without marketing, there's no sales. Yeah, without marketing, there's no sales. And what does that mean? If there's no sales, there's no business. Okay, if there's no sales, there's no business. So in order to do marketing, there's a vital ingredient. ingredient. <laughs> there's a vital ingredient. Um, and I mentioned this at the start that I'll be sharing with you a, a vital ingredient. But in order for marketing to actually work, there's a key thing that we need and it's a niche. You know, you need to know who your ideal student is. Yeah, it's another thing that if you come on these trainers with me, I speak about this every time, don't I? I say those words, ideal student, every single week, every single week, every single week. You know, you need to know where your ideal students are sitting, yeah, the niche that you're serving. And if you don't know that, then you don't know who you're marketing to. Yeah, and if you don't know who you're marketing to, then your marketing's not going to work, which means no sales, which means no business. And write this down. Marketing is about communicating the solution to a problem. Marketing is about communicating the solution to a problem. That's what marketing is. That's what marketing is, is communicating a solution to a problem and if you don't have a niche then you don't know what problem you're solving okay because when you do have a niche and you're focused on a specific type of person with a specific problem that you can solve with your offering okay when you're focused on that you know what problem you're solving yeah you know what problem you're solving but if you're trying to be everything to everyone then what problem are you solving? If you're trying to be everything to everyone, if you're trying to be the yoga teacher that serves everyone because you know yoga is for everyone and um, I'm gonna have lots of different offerings, I'm gonna do kids yoga, I'm gonna do uh, prenatal yoga, I'm gonna do chair yoga, yoga for athletes and runners, I'm gonna do it all because you know I, I want to serve all the people, I have more chance of making money if I serve all the people. Like if you're trying to be everyone to every, everything to everyone, then there's no problem. You, you're, not, you're not solving a specific problem and your message is wishy-washy. You know, it's undefined, it's undefined. Ultimately, there's no real substance to it. You know, that you, there's no clarity and your message gets lost. It really goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. And most teachers, most, that's what most teachers are doing, really. You know, they've got the same message, same voice, same offering. And it's a struggle. It's a struggle, guys. And maybe you can relate to this yourself. Maybe this is what's been happening to yourself. And I know there is big resistance when it comes to niching. There's huge resistance, huge resistance. And the thing is, you also have an opportunity, don't you? Because if most teachers are doing that, if most teachers are trying to build their yoga business, being everything to everyone, 
you have an opportunity now to stand out. You have an opportunity to stand out, yeah? To make a decision to niche. Now, maybe you have one, maybe you've got a niche, um, but you're just not 100% sure if it's right. Or maybe you don't have one, you don't know what to choose, you don't know where to start. Um, Perhaps you perhaps you know what your niche is, right? You've decided on it, but then you don't know how to get your messaging right to kind of reflect the type of people that you're trying to um, attract. No yoga teacher inside our community will be heading into 2021 without defining their niche. <laughs> so is that you? Is that you? Because as I said, you know, as I said, like... 95% of teachers are not doing this right now. Most teachers are sharing that same message with the same voice trying to reach everybody. And you you really, when you niche down, you can become that big fish in the small pond. And the small pond is your niche. Like there's less competition there. Your message can reach the right people. As I said, you know, resistance is real. Like I understand, I totally get that this resistance to niche is real, but resistance is simply an excuse to stay stuck and to stay unchanged. So 2021, guys, you know, this is the year to transform, isn't it? It's the year to transform. And that really starts with you getting clarity on who you're here to serve and how you can best serve them. So I'm going to sign off now, guys. But thank you so much for being here with me. All right, lots of love. <laughs> See you guys. You've been listening to the Yogipreneur podcast brought to you by Digital Yoga Academy, the leader in business and marketing education for yoga teachers worldwide. And if you loved what you learned today, please subscribe, rate and give us a review. And remember that learning is nothing without taking action.